0: This episode is sponsored by O21 Designs. Every shirt I wear has a message. And that is what O21 Designs specializes in: telling stories. Their latest design is themed Nigeria Power and indicates that the power to change in Nigeria is in the hands of everyone. Another design from them that I really like is the African native shirt. So please check out the links in the description below and follow them on Instagram. You can also order from their Instagram page. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Average African Kid podcast. Today, we're going to be having an update from Joss. So please, can you say your name and where you're calling from, please?
1: My name is Charles Bull, and I'm speaking with you from Joss.
0: Okay, okay. Thank you very much. So, how are the protests affecting Joss?
2: Well, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. The protest started um, about a week ago in Joss with um, the protesters marching to the State House of Assembly on on Tuesday last week. Okay. And um, the same group of people marching towards the government house on Wednesday. Okay. The thing is that on Tuesday, they went to the lawmaker. On Wednesday, they were not addressed by the governor. They wanted to um, go to the old airport around about on Thursday mm-hmm. and block the road. And the desire was that the governor would come out to address the people. Okay. There was a massive crowd on Thursday that turned out. But when they came, there were already security operatives stationed because, of course, word went out that the protests yeah. will continue. Yes. People went there, and it was really, really peaceful. Mm-hmm. There were lots of people. Uh, the number was so much that traffic was was jammed oh. and cars had to change roads roads were blocked because people were there oh. um, eventually the police um, men and other security operatives started trying to dispel the crowd to tell them to go home but it was peaceful hmm. so people refused to go home they decided to hold hands to stand their ground and to stay there stating that it's their rights to
3: protest
2: hmm. so, so when that continued um the policemen went back and started shooting tear gas in the air. So they were they were
1: shooting several canisters of tear gas at the people, and some of them were pushing
2: um, the crowd back, trying to clear the road and, and send people away. But people stood their ground. When they found out they couldn't um, dispel the crowd, they stopped firing tear gas. Mm.
1: And people came back and stayed, and the protest continued. It was massive. peaceful. Yeah. But shortly after that, there was a convoy that was passing, and many people suspected that it was the deputy governor's convoy.
3: Okay. Until
1: this, I don't know who whose convoy that was. But when that convoy was approaching, youths ran towards was rushing and trying to stop it. Remember, the goal at the at the beginning was for the governor to come and address the people regarding police brutality, yes, the state and the measures that the state is taking. I mean, the president has already addressed us to say that house has been disbanded. Yes. But the IG came up to say that would be SWAT and people felt this is not part of um the terms that we gave. This is not the five point request that we gave. So yes. so people continued protesting and saying we want the governor to come out and speak to us. In fact there were times people were shouting, We want the governor, we want the governor. Mm-hmm. When that when that um convoy was passing, of course it looked like it an office holder. They yes. rushed towards the, the van to try and stop it. That's when police opened fire. Oof. They started shooting in the air uh, at the protesters. In fact, some of them were pointing their rifles at, at the protesters, threatening to shoot them mm-hmm. if they came any closer. But that's how that convoy passed from all their force and went towards Rayfield. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because he went towards Rayfield that many people came to conclude that he was the deputy governor. Since mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. governor was a meeting in Abuja with the president at that time. Okay. So after that, they came back and everything else was peaceful. I really must commend um, the protesters Mm -hmm. because while everything was going on, there were several young people that kept saying, we are not monsters. We will not engage the police. We will continue to protest peacefully. And for me, that was like the highlight of the protest. The fact that Despite all of the things that were happening— tear gas, the shots in the air—and all the chaos that ensued, people stood their ground. But people continued to remain calm. We had people picking trash from the ground. We had people distributing water to people. We had people that brought food. I know I ate rice and meat
3: mm. at
0: the
1: protest ground on that day.
3: Well,
0: that's, we
1: continued on it. Friday, Saturday, on Sunday. There was a massive prayer walk. Mm. I have never seen this kind of crowd in just and then there was another protest on Monday. But by Tuesday, it had been hijacked because Udlam attacked, um, attacked people's shops in terminus uh-huh. area and at Bukuru area. A church was burned at Bukuru. Uh-huh. And I think um, about three people were killed. I'm not very sure the number. Uh-huh. Yeah. Due to that attack, shops were burned, cars were burned, businesses were looted the problem i have is that many people seem to connect that attack to the protest or yeah. they seem to assume that the protest is the result of that attack yeah. but if you follow all the news every single political person including the president has admitted that the protests were peaceful yeah they yeah. always started by saying the protests were peaceful, yes. which means something went wrong. Yeah. And if something went wrong, it's most likely not the protesters. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conspiracy theory, there's a lot of talk that people have told us to come and do this and, and create chaos, mm-hmm. but we can't prove that. So yeah. what we do know is that the protesters did not attack. The protesters did not lose. Yes. And like I said, they kept hammering on the fact that we are not monsters, we will not engage the police, we will not cause any violence and all. Yes. But there was a curfew on Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. Was declared it. So it Tuesday. So Tuesday means
0: the 20th of October. This yes, Tuesday. Yes, it was okay.
1: declared on Tuesday the 20th of October mm-hmm. but it started from 8 o'clock that Tuesday okay. 8 p.m. all the way to um, Thursday when it was relaxed. It was relaxed on Thursday but it took effect on Friday mm-hmm. yesterday. So yesterday was the first time we went out in Okay. Tuesday. Yes. And well, protests were banned it, uh, nationwide and even in the state. And the argument of the government is that they don't want an escalation of tension. Mm. But you see, the problem we have is that they seem to be connecting the hoodlum attacks to the protest. Yes. And that's every protester will keep repeating they are not the same. And there are different ways to recognize the difference between um, the protesters and the hoodlum. One yes. of it is. The protesters don't carry weapons. Mm-hmm. The protesters only carry placards, and, and that's all they have. Yeah. They carry placards and the Nigerian flags, mm-hmm. while the Pugloms carry weapons. Mm-hmm. The second thing, would see those protesters well-dressed with their face masks covered. The Pugloms mm-hmm. don't have face masks. Mm-hmm. And then the protesters, in jobs especially, had particular locations, old airports, and then there was a time they were at Nyangu, Junction and then mm-hmm. and then Pulu. The protesters never went to Terminal. Mm-hmm. There was no time that protesters went to Terminal. So whatever happened in Terminal not was a by dogs that were not part of the protest. Mm-hmm. Those dogs did not have placards. Those dogs did not have face masks. And those dogs had weapons and they were attacking and breaking into shops, killing and naming and, and just stealing. Mm-hmm. And that's for me, is how to differentiate between the protesters and the public. And it should have been easy for the government to be able to track and arrest them. Yes.
0: But Actually,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, this ties into the episode we posted yesterday. I had an interview with Ufa Lovey in Delta State. And we had the yes. same problem because people we need to separate the violence from the protests because they, yes. they are not, You when you just say that they are superimposed, it's actually not true. there are two individual groups that are doing different things. The protests are going on while these hoodlums are going around creating chaos and people just mesh them together and say that the protesters yeah. are the ones that are causing the chaos.
1: Yeah, and that's a big mistake and that yeah. the government is making. And for me, it's still a violation of our, our constitutional right, mm-hmm. since our right to protest. Yes. And you see, When the governor gave his press release, he mentioned that the desire is not to infringe on our constitutional rights. Then he went ahead to infringe on our constitutional (laughs) rights by saying we can't protest. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You can't claim that you are not infringing on people's rights by infringing on their rights. You can't do that. But he's saying that the desire is to maintain law and order. Mm to yeah. arrest the hoodlum. But I've not heard of any arrest yet. Yeah. I've not heard of any arrest yet. Within that time, till today. Okay. And if anything, we're finding out more interesting things. There's news going around right now that um, young people have decla- uh, have discovered a warehouse in jobs mm-hmm. where pallets were stored. Okay. And they are currently, as we speak, moving items, grains, Mm, okay. This is ridiculous because mm-hmm. these ITs were meant to be distributed right in May. Yeah. The COVID nineteen. Once the COVID nineteen started started and lockdown started right from March to April. But from May it was really intense and places were totally locked down. Yeah. Those food items would have been there since May. Wow. It did not give citizens. Mm-hmm. The citizens discovered them in those locations and went out to keep those things. This yeah. is sad. This is really unfortunate. And for me, this is one of the reasons why we protest. Mm-hmm. We protest not just to end police brutality. We protest to end bad governance. We protest to end the injustice and the wrongdoings that our government seems to be silent about. Yeah. Truth is, I must say at this point, one of the things that um, the protesters have always hammered is that we do not have in yeah so, so I must say at this point that I am not a representative of the young people. Mm-hmm. I am not speaking on behalf of all the young people mm-hmm. in Plateau State, neither am I speaking on behalf of the government. Mm-hmm. I'm simply a citizen of Nigeria living in Plateau State that has seen a need to protest the injustice that is going on. Yes. And that's the only ground on which I, I can stand to speak right now. Yes, I'm not the representative of the young people, and whatever I share is not necessarily the opinion of, um, the, the, opinion of the entire Plateau citizens. Yes. yes, so I, I just thought to put that out there. I Thank you. I will continue very stating much. that we do not have
0: any leader. Yes, that's the that's yeah. the thing about this whole movement. There is, but no, no one particular person you can point to. Oh, this guy is in charge, or this lady is in charge. I like no, that. Yes. So, when to go to yes. a question, so what has been the response to the Lekito Toll shooting so far? Well, in nation,
1: nationwide, um, it's been unfortunate. It's an unfortunate event, and. Nobody who is human and will not be moved by the gravity of the events. Yeah. I mean, seeing how things happened, how that um, cameras uh, were disconnected, how that lights were turned off, how that people were barricaded in um, military, or people in uniforms opened fire, it's sad. But the response of the government has again infuriated people. For someone to come up and say... That he was powered beyond his control. That the he shown how 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 weak he is as a leader yeah. for things happening in his state to be beyond his power. But of course, we know that Nigeria is such a country that things like this can happen. Yeah. The other unfortunate event is how that the military came up to deny those events to say there were <laughs> no military personnel. Those videos were photoshopped. Nobody photoshopped. A live video. No, that's, I mean you yeah, have yeah. only be a tech guru to do that. Yeah. Like as you run and video things, mm-hmm. you are able to Photoshop right at yeah, that. It spot. feels like nobody yeah, does that. someone who doesn't ridiculous. know what Photoshop is is saying they <laughs> Photoshop. <really> <laughs> yeah. And 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 for us, you don't even need to be educated to know that this is this is just just crap yes. coming from our leader. And the fact that the president ignores the events in his speech. He so conveniently ignored it, mm-hmm. even broke our hearts further. Yeah. And every citizen of Nigeria that lives in Plateau State, if you ask, would say how disappointed he or she is at mm-hmm. the um, body language and the speech of the president and mm-hmm. all of the things that he focused his energy on, and power, and all of the other <laughs> uh, empowerment schemes that government seem to be planning for young people as well as women and vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. See where they young people? Mm-hmm. And, and they seem to be assuming that young people are protesting because they are hungry or because they don't have money. Mm-hmm. Young people just want police brutality to end. Yeah. Young people want the injustice to end. Young people want the bad governance to end. And you don't even need to be young to yeah. protest that. Yeah. All you need is to be in Nigeria. Yes. All you need is to want fairness. Yes, and that's the fact.
0: Yes, that's true. So thank you very much. So we're going to end with one yeah. last question. So okay. what do you expect to see from Just in the days to come?
1: Well, <laughs> there's already a um, step taken by citizens of Just to go mm-hmm. through houses and, mm-hmm. and sensitize people on the need to speak up. And for me, I must applaud um, all of the individuals that took steps to do this. Um, we know that protests have been banned, but as citizens of just, we know that our, our, our rights to speak up have not completely been taken from us. We have other platforms to speak up, um, to use to speak up, but the social media is always available. We also have that, that ability to go through houses, and, uh, to houses, and speak to individuals explaining to them the gravity of what is on the ground and the need for them to also take steps to reform our country. Mm-hmm. Going forward, um, I do not know how things will change for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. I do know, however, that young people are angry. And they are angry at the injustice. They are angry at the bad governance that they see. And this anger is something that every Christian that I have always prayed that God will make us angry enough to act, angry enough to stand against injustice, angry enough to speak up when wrong things are happening. And for me, you don't even need to be a Christian to want that. All you need to want that is to be a citizen. And every citizen, every citizen that doesn't want this is part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So going forward, I am hoping that things will change for the better. I am hoping that young people will take um, other steps, Peaceful steps to see that um, these things are addressed. Of course, the governor set up a committee, um, a judicial panel to look into the, the claims. So he said of young people yeah. about police brutality, mm-hmm. and platforms have been made available for young people to to speak up. And this is where I will make an appeal to young people. I know that this movement started without a leader, and it was a great to to mobilise crowd, mm-hmm. but at some point, at some point, if we're going to influence the system, yeah. if we're going to um, launch a structural um, attack on the injustice, we need someone to speak, because yeah. the government are saying that they want to have dialogue.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: So someone or some people would have to speak up on behalf of the young people. Yeah, We know the disadvantages. The disadvantages are that those people can be targeted, they can be attacked, they can be killed, you know that those people can be bribed to become like the mouthpiece of the government. You mm-hmm. know that those people can be pressured to succumb to the demands of the government and then to um to use their influence to also dispel the young people. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why young people don't want that. Mm-hmm. But but that should not stop us from coming up with um um a strategy for mobilizing ourselves but also for having spokespersons that will go and meet the government of course like all all 10 of the young people that have been out for prayer work and all of this cannot go to the government house no. that. it
2: has to be represented
1: yes so i think young people should begin to think of that but yeah. they should also think of ways that whoever they send will only represent them yeah yeah that's, i think that's all i can say that's about.
0: true. thank you very much mr charles for this very insightful update so that's all for now. And right. stay tuned for more updates from more states coming up in the next few days, weeks. So, yeah, stay involved and stay safe, people. Okay, have uh, a great day. Yeah.
3: Yeah, thank you.